the key to success in any relationship. If she personally, I have a high sex drive. I've been in relationships where I'm not being <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Palm Wine Central Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Uncle OK. You already know, man, with me, I got, I got a, today I got a pack house. But before then, you know, let me, let me, um, you know, shout out our sponsor, SITM Podcast. Go follow them on all social platforms and streaming platforms, SITM Podcast. And then also follow us too on all um, social platforms at PWC Cast. And we're on all streaming platforms at Palm Wine Central Podcast. Send us questions, comments, concerns of yours, if any. Um, share these episodes with your ex, your ex's ex, if you know them. Your grandma, your grandpa, man. Why not? They'll like to get into these conversations as well. We'd like for them to get into it as well. And also to chime in by, you know, um, sharing your thoughts to these episodes on, you know, on Spotify. You know, if you're on Spotify or if you're on Apple Podcasts, you know, leave a review. Um, three stars, two stars. We don't give a shit, man. It is what it is. All we need for you is to take action. You feel me? But let me go to my guest. No, I mean my host today before I guess. Um, T, what's good with you? I'm good. How's everyone doing? Everyone is good. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> Pretty good. That's good to know. Another week. Yeah, so. Oh. Uh, 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 um, Tayo, what's good with you, bro? Man, you already know, back at it again. Ready to give the people what they want. You know, going to stir up the pot a little bit today. Um, it's good to see everybody. Good to see the guests that were able to come through. Let's get it. Yeah, man. Shout out to you, man. You pulled that shit off quick. I never seen you act so fast, dog. Like you were like, like <laughs> lightning bolt, man. But anyway, shout out to you though. Um, for, you know, for pulling this together. Um, well, welcome back, man. It's like you didn't have enough last episode, so you're like, let's do this again. So welcome back. What's good with you? Thank you, thank you. Um, I mean, it's all, it's all, it's all good. I'm happy to be back. Um, awesome episode last week. Oh, was it last two weeks? I guess I can't keep track of time. I was just waiting for this episode, so I'm glad to be back. Man, I see you got your game face on. Okay. <laughs> hey. Anyways, thank God I got my bulletproof vest on, so I'm ready for this conversation. Um, we have some beautiful ladies, you know, amongst us. Sorry for you guys who can't see, but um, you might probably go on YouTube or on Instagram and see, you know, the short clips. Hopefully, you see their faces. But I'm gonna let Tabji, you know, uh, 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 um, juice, you know, our guests for today. Tayo, category back. All right. First, I will start off with our first guest, Reams. If you can just give us a little short background, where you're from, what you do, age, relationship status, just let us know. Yeah. Hey, guys, I'm Reem. Currently reside and work in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, but I'm originally, I grew up in India and Saudi Arabia. I'm a periodontist, so that's a gum implant specialist. I also teach at Marquette University at the dental school part-time. Um, what else? Um, I currently, currently, um, I've been with my boyfriend past two years, just over two years. Uh, I met him here and um, I met Ty on my trip back from Brazil. <laughs> Obrigado. <laughs> and that's it. Did you say you're an engineer? I'm a periodontist. Periodontist. Oh, okay, sorry. 
You're good. Don't even sound the same. <laughs> Tooth engineer. I don't know. You can put it that way. <laughs> right? All right. Next, we will introduce Micah. Same thing. Give us a little bit about your background, where you're from, what you do, age, relationship status. Um, so I am Micah. I'm from Detroit, Michigan. And yeah, what up? 313. <laughs> yes. Um, a little about me. No. I'm happy to be back. It's been a really long time, and I'm excited about the topics we're talking about. My background, I am a sex educator and a social worker, a school social worker. So I like talking about emotions, um, building healthy relationships, boundaries, and things like that, um, whether it is monogamous or polyamorous. Um, so I'm excited about today's topic. Hold on. Come again. What? <laughs> Repeat that again. So I didn't hear you. Sorry. I just heard polyamorous. No, just no, I'm not currently in a relationship. I am not necessarily polyamorous either, but okay. I'm educated on. I'm open to open and I see all perspectives. So I'm able to talk about different people's perspectives. I attempted it once, but you know, well, I don't know. Knowing myself, I think I'm a little bit more possessive than um, healthy for a polyamorous relationship. Gotcha. Yeah, I was just, I mean, just making sure because, you know, when we really get into the conversations, you know, it would be nice to know. So when, you know, question is being, you know, thrown, it's like, okay, no. Yeah. Anyways, sorry, Tayo, continue. My bad. And then can you drop your age for the listeners, Micah? I am 25. Thank you for that. Two uh, weeks for birthday though, I'll be twenty-six soon. Yes, the 16th, 13th. 13th. You were so close. You said the 13th? Aaron. Yes. See, I'm 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 on it. I'm on it today. <laughs> and then our our third guest we have today is Jasne. Same thing. If you can just where are you from, a little background, what you do, um, age and relationship status. Yeah, sure. So I'm Jasne. I am originally from Hampton, Virginia, but my mother, most of my family is from Detroit, Michigan as well. So you probably know my grandfather. Huh? <laughs> um, I, um, I'm 35. I live in DC. Um, I am, um, I'm a project manager, um, but I do it for, I, I'm an entrepreneur. So I just do it in a couple different buckets. So I do like project management for Revolt. I do project management for fundraising consultants in um, New York and just a bunch of other ed early childhood education consultants um, in New York. And I'm single. Continue. And I'm loving the singleness. And, I'm, and I plan on staying in that space for a while. Chai. I was just about to ask, what was that smile for? Because <laughs> like, it's, it's a good space to be in when you haven't, you've been chasing, like, not being single. Mm -hmm. But you actually learn to accept it. It's, it, it, it hits different. Nice, nice, nice. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, project management. How did you get into that? Do you like it? And if you have to give advice to anybody who wants to get into that field, what would you tell them? Well, you have to, you have to get, let me make sure I'm not on mute. Yeah. You have to get your hands dirty. So in order for you to even do it, you just gotta 
jump out there and start project managing something, right? And getting processes in place. I got into it because I started off being a virtual assistant. Well, really at in college at uh, Bowie, I went to Bowie State. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to work for the provost and the president. And I, I just realized that there was like a lot of steps that people wouldn't necessarily do, but they want to get to the end result. And that's what project managers do. Like, okay, you got these great ideas. Now this is how we're going to get from point A to point Z. And so I just logistically, like I just, it just came natural. And so that's when I started telling my clients like, oh, this is what I do. I do this here. I do this there, but you got to just get in there. I I would say entrepreneurship period. Like you got to bet on yourself. You got to throw yourself out there, whatever it is. Like I'd stopped working in 2016 for someone because someone came and brought me a book, uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And then another one, Eat That Frog, 21 Ways to Stop Procrastinating. And it completely changed like the, like my mentality, like how I thought. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like you just got to be hungry. You can do whatever you want to do as long as you, you're hungry. You need to have an appetite. Right, right, right. That comes from struggle and experience. I've realized that. Some people like to stay in struggle, you know, um, but shout out to you, you know, for getting out of that. Um, and yeah, those two books, man. For for any of you who have not read Think of Grow Rich, and what was the second one? Um, Eat That Frog, 21 yeah. Weeks to Stop Procrastinating. Gotta go pick that up, man. Gotta go pick that up. Definitely beautiful reads. Um, um, yeah, for sure. Welcome to this party, ladies. Well, except Mike, I could have been here before. And <laughs> you're in how this goes. So, um, before we get into our topic for um, today, let me give you guys a, you know, a little bit of, you know, let me give you guys a, a chance to, did you guys listen to our last episode by chance? I had not had a chance. Okay. I have not. <laughs> but part of our uh, um, topic of conversation from last episode was boundaries, right? Setting boundaries, healthy boundaries between, you know, um, we're talking about male and, uh, and, and female friendships, right? So let's say, for example, you're in a relationship, somebody said in a relationship, healthy one or that, and and, you know, let's say you have the opposite sex as a best friend. Is that allowed? Is that acceptable? Is that even possible? Right. That was part of our conversation from last episode. And if you think it's possible, how have you set boundaries? Right. For this. And the key question here is, has, you know, throughout your friendship, this best friend thing, quote unquote, has there ever been any, you know, kind of sort of advancement towards each other? Right. And did you guys have to you know, bypass that to be able to be best friends. So that was part of what we discussed last episode. So just briefly, what do you guys think about it? Uh, what are your thoughts to it? How do you feel about it? And then we'll go to our next topic. So whoever wants to go first, go for it. Personally, I don't, I see both sides of it, like having opposite sex friends because I haven't had male best friends. Like I have a male best friend. Um, he's been my male best friend for let's say 10 years like we're not super close but um well as adults because we live we're adults we live separately but when like at the end of the day that's still my best friend I've been in relationships where they have wanted me to cut him off um and we've never had any relationships that were like we've never had relations and never thought about that there has been times where he liked me but that never went anywhere. Bruh. But I've also been in a relationship where the dude cheated on me with his best friend. Bruh. So it's like, how, I don't know. I feel like the best way 
to build comfort and or set boundaries in having the opposite sex best friend is everybody coming together to really get a better idea or understanding of the relationship of like I don't know if you're just like you don't really know somebody else's relationship unless you're seeing it witnessing it or a part of it so you're always going to think that it's something more or something different if you don't know them together so I go on double dates things like that build that connection so that you can see if they're pushing it, pushing your boundaries of what a friendship should look like. And if they're pushing it, then that's something you gotta walk away from. But you gotta figure out what's comfortable for that relationship because every relationship is different. So just for a recap, you said that you were, you did have a male best friend uh, for some time. And you said you did experiment of trying to make it more than a male best friend, but it didn't work out. No, me and him have never tried anything. Nope. Okay. And you guys are still friends up till today? Yes. And you guys keep these boundaries and don't cross the lines? Never cross the lines, never will, never have. And when you refer to these double dates, you say you guys go on double dates as friends, or what were you referring to? Like, I think that you, like, if you're in a relationship, like, if I was... I've not had a situation where I've been on double dates. Like I've always had been in relationships where they're jealous of, I don't want to say jealous, but they're wary of, yeah, insecure of that friendship of my best friend. So they don't want to have anything to do with him. Mm. But instead of being worried of that relationship, really get to know the relationship. See, like realize that I'm willing to go out with, you and invite him like I'm not hiding you from him this is not me doing like or vice versa it's not me trying to be funny or act any type of way behind your back like how how did that dynamic play out when all three of you guys like were dating your best friend was there did that like settle everything or there was still that insecurity like based on how close you guys were I that hasn't happened with me and my okay and I got you I have been in, like, I've I've been in a situation where it's like, okay, it's like I have a female best friend who is um, a lesbian. And so I, like, I'm, what is it? When, so I get to meet her girlfriends or anything, like, everything. Not I get to, like, I do hang around her girlfriends, but they end up. I don't know. It's just, it's the friendship. You know, you understand our relationship. You, she understand, like, when I'm around, she likes to hang around. We have, like, we have parties. They could, they speak, but now it's like we're all really close friends. Well, that's right to see. Nice. But that's a different situation. I mean, I guess it's still the same idea. I guess they're in a relationship, but I'm on the outside of that as the best friend in that relationship. And we are, like, we hang out a lot. We're we're close. Mm-hmm. But never cross that boundary either. So, I don't know. My friends are really my friends. Got you, got you. Seemed like you wanted to say something, Jasne? So, this is a loaded topic for me because I've been in this situation so many times because most of my friends don't look like me. 
they look like y'all. They look like men. So um, I've been in a situation before where, well, so can a woman be platonic with a friend? Absolutely. When you're dealing with somebody who knows, you know what I'm saying? When you're dealing with somebody who's truly being their authentic self, you 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 see it, you know? Like like he said, we just went to Atlantic City. Like his 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 cousin is my friend. He's been my friend over 20 years. And no, there's never been any past. It's never been anything like that. But I can share that um, depending on how secure, that's why I said insecurity, depending on how secure a guy is, he may um, feel like, you know, oh no, because they're thinking all guys, you know, can't be friends with women and all guys want these situations. So I had a guy I was dating, I was living in Baltimore and um, I had friends from high school. So I had known him for about six months, but I've had people that I've known, I went to high school at 12. So I was like 15, I turned 16 when I graduated high school. So I've known this man since I was 15 years old and my boyfriend at the time felt like, oh no, why is he calling you? Why is he doing this? Why is he doing that? You need to block him. And because I was trying to go after this ideal, I blocked my friend of, at that point, I might've been 27 of almost a, a lot of years to, to appease somebody that I don't even talk to at all now. And the reason why this hurt hits me so heavy because that friend is now dead and I can't call him because because I made a decision to do something because of somebody else's insecurity. So you got to be careful when people start putting these, um, these, these, putting you in these boxes. Yeah. Because you don't never know, you know what I'm saying? What it truly, truly can do. And now I, I have a friend I can't call and even talk to because I was trying to appease somebody else. So if you are a person who are not okay with the fact that somebody is truly, truly a person's platonic friend, I can't be in a relationship with you. I can't. And I can give you one more situation. I had a friend, I, my family went on vacation. I had a friend meet me in uh, Massachusetts at Martha's Vineyard. And my friends, like they wanted all these things they didn't have. And my friend came and brought them all. And then everybody had a good time. And he like wine and dine, my family, my mom, my boyfriend, her, my sister's boyfriend, like everybody. And then the next morning when all the fun was over, my boyfriend looked at me and was like, why'd you invite your friend on this trip? And I was so taken because I was like, we just spent the whole day together spending money, eating, having a good time. And then you wake up the next day and you, you come like this. And he made my friend feel really uncomfortable after he got on the ferry and came all the way to Martha's Vineyard to help us with what we asked him to help us with. So again, you, you can't like you, if a person is that insecurity there, like, I feel like if I come to you honestly, and I say, Hey, this is my friend, blah, blah, blah. And you're my mate. I need you being like, okay, well then that's our friend. And let's see how, you know what I'm saying? Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, you know, try to build a relationship with this person, you know, on my own, you know, so I can really, really discern like, you know, what's going on. So I, I, I do think that whole insecurity thing is most of the time people deflecting what they do with their friends. And that's why they don't believe they can, that it's possible. Okay. Um, one quick question to what, you said, are you speaking of friends or best friends? Um, so I would say best friend, definitely a best friend. But I'm also a person too, like most people, like I'm a, I was a girl who liked to play basketball, video games, like I'm sorry, but none of my girlfriends are playing video games. So that meant that my friend group looked more like the opposite sex than myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm preferring the best friends. Like I would consider the person we went to and to Atlantic City, one of my best friends. Like hands down, like yeah, for sure. Um, 
Is there a limit to how many best friends you can have? Wool up, wool up. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. I, I, know. <laughs> I normally thought it was one, but I mean, over the time, I've heard people say I got two, three, four. I'm like, in so many people in the world, how could you only have one? Like, I've traveled all over the world. Like, I got friends in Switzerland that I'm like this with. Like, you, you find your people. There's no cheating in friendship, so you can have as many as you can as you can handle. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Different, different folks for different circles. Okay. So let's so let so let's bring the question again back full circle, right? So we could really all understand as we you know deliver our unite responses. So let's say, for example, hypothetically speaking, you're in a relationship, right? You're in a relationship, like um. Please help me here. Is it Ren, Ren, Remy's? Cream. Cream. <laughs> There you go. Okay, remember. Dream. It's cool. all right. Dream, like dream. People remember me as Reem the Dream. Ah, uh, Reem the Dream. Okay. <laughs> dream. okay, you're in a relationship, right? Right. Um, let's say you have a man as your best friend, and you have your boyfriend who is supposed to be your person, right? Mm-hmm. How do you differentiate that? That's really the question. Like, you have male friends. That's cool. You know what I mean? Like, you could have as many male friends as you want, right? Not like you're not calling them all, they're not calling you all the time. They respect, you know, your, you know, your relationship. They're like, oh, nah, it's just a relationship. I'm a, but your best friend is somebody that that's like your right and die person. You know what I mean? Like, they can call you anytime, right? Like, they're right there in your face all the time. Let's say you have a man as a best friend and you have a boyfriend or you have a girlfriend. And you have a woman as a best friend. Your boyfriend, would you accept your boyfriend to have a female best friend? I mean, like female best friend, not friend. Best friend. Would you accept that? Yeah. I mean, if that's something that I want for myself and for him to accept of me, so it goes both ways. And I'm on the same with what Jasne said. Um, I've always been a person that's been surrounded or most of my best friends or closest friends are males and they're not female. Like I can count my best female friends and then I have the closest friends are males. Now I'll give you an example, um, talking about acceptance and how you draw the line and whatnot. A person who is my best friend and respects me and knows me for who I am will, will respect my boyfriend or my mate as well. And that would be the same for him. Um, so I'll give you an example of my friend who we've been friends for probably now 11 years. And I won't lie, when we first uh, met, you know, click, whatever, we had one night, we made out once. And as soon as we made out, we're like, no, this is never going to work. You know, like, no, it, it, we just didn't mesh that way. But, you know, it was just that instant maybe attraction, boom, no. And after that, I mean, we've been introduced, I've been introduced to his girlfriend's fiance ones. He's he's not with her anymore and vice versa. And I can tell you, um, because we know each other for who we are and we respect each other and we want the best for each other, right? You're not just best friends, like just, and I think that comes with, um, as you mature and, um, go on in life uh you want the best for each other so you respect that 
Um, he's been there uh, through many things, giving advice, supportive and whatnot. Now, coming back to my boyfriend, right up front, these are some of the things I would say, hey, by the way, one, two, three. If you can't deal with that or you feel like that's going to be hard to accept, then I'm sorry. Going again back to Jasmine, where I never want to feel, um, you know, any res resentment or regret because I put these certain boundaries and limitations just for that one person. And then, boom, they drop me drop me on a whim or just because, you know, they decide they can't control me anymore in a way. Um, so those are like some upfront things um, that we've had conversations about. He has um, a couple of two best, best friends. Um, but since we've been together, because um, I guess we, I don't, we don't even really live together, but we spend most of our time together and whatnot. And my best friend's are not in the same city. So it's a little different where I can pick up the phone, call them, but I'm not spending as much time with them. So it's usually when we want to, it's like a planned thing. So I don't know if that makes it a little more balanced in a way, mm -hmm. not having them in the same city or same vicinity. Yeah. However I call it. Yeah. But definitely. These are uh, things that I bring up right up front, like, hey, one, two, three. If you can't deal with it, then I'm sorry. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you all make great points. Like, I can't take anything away from what you guys, you know, are saying. I, I actually agree with it. You feel me? But I guess my question here is, so you you met at some point in time, right? And you were like, nah, this is not for us. Yeah, that was initial. Like yeah. I'm talking one particular person because he's like a brother to me in the sense that he's my family friend. And this was maybe the first three, four months when I we first met in school. And that was it. Never again. Never felt the same way again, ever. So what I'm trying maintain to maintain our friendship. Yeah, we're friends to this yeah, the day. Friends, the friends now. But the 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 thing here is right. Like I'm trying to picture like with most of this best friends uh, mm -hmm. um, relationships, right? Like for me, I'm thinking like, there's that, there's that point in time, some point in time, you know, in the past where you must have, like one person must have passed that, that hump of, oh, hmm, I think this person, you know, is X, Y, and Z. They, they might not communicate that with you, but it's there. We... My belief is we are both, um, I mean, we are two different genders and it's really hard to build that, like, uh, uh, um, um, said, like that platonic relationship is really, it's, it's really tough. But those who get it, like the, you know, some people say my chores or, or, you know, those who can control themselves and all that, right? Like those who get it, they get it. But for those who don't, it's a very strange world. It's a very strange world to navigate, you know, and a lot of people say, oh, it's doable, it's doable. But in reality, it's really hard to do. It's one of those things that you go, oh, it's easy to, it's easily said than done. It's really, really easily said than done. But is it easy to accept the fact that, yo, at some point in time, one person must have had feelings for their person, but really realize that, yo, this thing can never go anywhere because we're not similar like that. We're not connected like that. And so, one person understands that, or both people understand that, and now they can move on on that journey, that path of best friendism. 
Well, I think it's, I don't think it's easy. It's what you make of it. And then, I mean, you have to, I want to say, when you say draw the lines is you have to choose. Would you, do you value this person and the, your relationship with them to where you're going to set boundaries and respect that person? Uh, or you're not, are you going to keep pushing for what you want? And I'm talking about like the person opposite you. And if they're pushing, but that's not what you want, because that in a way they're, they're suspecting you, then that's where you're like, you know what? Uh, maybe it's the best we part ways or we, you know, don't hang out or see each other occasionally in group settings, all that. It's not easy. But then again, it's what you want out of that relationship. You have to look at the person. Okay, I still want, I want you in my life. I can't have you that way. I don't like, you don't like me that way or not, but I still want you in my life. So. Ladies, any last words to that, to that, to that topic before we switch? <laughs> yeah, I think um, the biggest issue with people having problems with the opposite sex as a best friend in a relationship is possessiveness and insecurities. Like you feel like you own other people and you don't own other people. You can only control yourself. Um, if, and that's, a, so it's about accepting people for who they are and what they do. So if um, they're best friends and you're not okay with your partner having a best friend as the opposite sex, it is not your job to change their relationship. It's your job to find somebody who meets your requirements because you can't control anybody but yourself. So if that's what, if they choose that friendship, you choose a different relationship that meets your standards or your boundaries and um, insecurities. Like people really have an issue with other relationships, other like other friendships and things like that because they feel like it means that they're less of a person or that the relationship means less to them. And that's not the case. It's all relationships serve different purposes in your life. And so just because I'm, I have this relationship, it doesn't make that relationship, like our relationship any less than the other relationship. They're just different. I just had one more example I wanted to share and it was the opposite side. I was actually the friend. Um, I met a wonderful girl. She was a bartender and we decided to like be friends. And every time she would try to make a date with me, her boyfriend was, you know, trying to come. And then one time I was like, girl, I was like, why, why every time we go somewhere, your boyfriend want to come. And then eventually it came out that she was by. So in his mind, it had nothing to do with me. He didn't trust his girl. And he basically was just like, and then the one night that we went out for my mom's birthday, I invited her and then she lived really far in Virginia. And I was like, let's just get a hotel room. The very next day, that, that night he broke up with her. He was like, oh no, you're out, you're out. And then I finally like got to talk to him and he was like, look, I, you seem like a really cool person, but you know, I just don't know. And I said, well, look, I don't like women. So you don't have to worry. I had to tell him that like, you don't have to worry about it, her, that happening with her and me. Now her or her own, that's your own problem, but don't be mean to me because you, your girl likes girls. Like I don't like girls and I, I, I could be around people who like girls, you know? So it's, it's an insecurity thing just to speak to that. Oh, so, so I've been listening and I really appreciate the ladies for sharing, but I really have three questions here. Um, the first is 
to the ladies who have the opposite, the opposite sex as best friends. It's easy for you to um, label them best friends, but do they know that they are best friends? Do they label you as best friends? Yes. That's the first yeah. thing. Um, <laughs> the second question, you have been able to say, oh, it's okay if they have uh, other sex best friends too. You are okay with that. And to an extent, I can understand, I can see where you would see insecurities. But the next question here is, is it insecurities or is it respect for the relationship? Because that's where we were trying to answer um, what boundaries should these people therefore set? Then the final question is, you have easily said it's okay that your partner have other sex best friends. Is this practical or are you just answering? Have you been in that situation where you have had a partner that had opposite sex best friend and you've actually been okay with that? Those are my three questions. Well, I, I can stab at a couple of them. Um, I would say yes to, I've had a male I've had, I've dated someone who has had a female best friend and that's what it was. I could say the same thing on my side. As far as me, us always identifying like insecurity being it, I, I feel like at the end of the day, we're all supposed to be brothers and sisters. So I don't feel like God made us to be out here to only like our ideas off of the sex that looks exactly like you. Cause that's probably why a lot of people are lost because some girls only have female friends. And some guys only have male friends and they don't understand like how to communicate and because God put us both here together. So I, I feel like I don't think it's a disrespectful thing to have a friend of the opposite sex. I wouldn't say disrespect. I feel like respect is relative because respect means different. It looks different for different people, different cultures, different communities. And so to say something is disrespectful it may be disrespectful to you and not perceived as disrespectful to them. So it's more about having a conversation to set boundaries for your specific relationship because everybody's idea of relationship is different. And if they break that, whatever boundaries you all set together, then um, cheating or whatever you want to call it, that's a break of trust and that's disrespectful because you all created those rules together. Yeah, so hence that goes back to being upfront when you get to know that person who you may have um, that or that person's going to be your mate. So those are conversations that would if um, you do have an opposite um, sex best friend, um, either way, I feel like those are one of the first conversations that would come up and depending on what's okay with both of you, that's where those rules would come in. Like you said, it'll be a little different for everybody. It depends on your culture, your upbringing, your religion. I feel all, all of these things um, play a role in what's okay and what's not okay. Um, obviously the big, big, I mean, I don't even want to say obviously because some people are okay being together. And then, I mean, we can get into what we call open relationships right like I may not agree with that because to me that's no I mean if you want that then 
let's not even have a relationship, then I can just be one of the others, right? But to some people, no, they still want to be grounded together in uh, most of, I don't want to say basic, but main things in life, but still have that open relationship, right? So it's different for everybody. Yeah, because right now I'm single, but like one of my first things when I talk, when people say they want to date me or anything, it's like, okay, we can say it, but I want to let you know up front, I'm dating other people. Right. If you're not okay with me dating other people, I, I don't know you yet. I'm not willing to put all my eggs in your basket. And this is our first time going on a date. If you're not okay with the fact that I am dating other people right now, then you can do what you do. But this is the case. And some people stay, some people don't. So let me ask you guys this very serious question, right? As we still talk about this. Let's just say you guys are thinking about settling down, right? And you have a man in your life or a woman in your life and you're thinking about settling down. Or you are settled. You're married. You're telling me you're okay which is significant other, having a best friend of the opposite sex. That's okay. Why would it change? marry somebody that, I'm not, that I don't know what they got going on in their life already? So, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like what we're trying to say is, is that we want to be with somebody who understands that from the beginning mm-hmm. and moves forward, you know? So by the time we're in the settle down phase, which is what, I mean, people got different timelines. Some men settle down in three months. Some men take 10 years. Some men take five years. In that time frame, by the time you with me and you rocking together and you get to a point where you want to settle down with me, that man is your friend already. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because like, you I, trust me and respect me enough already. Right. And I also feel like, too, like I have this concept about weddings. Like nobody will be meeting my husband at my wedding. Right. If you come into my wedding, you know us. That's why you're here. You know what I mean? So I'm not interested in like getting married and, and having a show and introducing all these people. Like, no, when I, when God gives me a person I'm supposed to stand beside of, the people in the room are going to already know him. All of them are going to already know him because we spent that time building that, 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 that relationship, that back cultivating what we have to why we even decided to settle to begin with. But don't that man eventually takes the place of this other person that was there? Don't that man automatically become, like, don't that man eventually become your best friend in this process? I'm not saying that that man is supposed to be that, if like, immediately, right? Like you said, he would definitely, you know, get comfortable around them people, or, you know, his friends. Same, and vice versa, too. Same way as you, too, right, being that center factor in it, you, too, would have to start switching gears, like, you know, like, start moving, you know, from moving things from one side to the other and, you know, vice versa. You so know. I agree with you there. I get, I get your point of view there because there are certain things that you will do with your husband and your significant other that you won't do with nobody ever. I think it's supposed to be designed that way. So there are things that I have a male best friend that like, for example, let's say my mom, my mom is one of my, you, you guys say how many best friends people have. Some people have multiple titles in your life. She's my mother, but then she's also my best friend. She knows everything. There's nothing under the sun my mother does not know, right? Um, I feel like at some point, there are things that I would tell, you know, it's things you're not going to tell your mom that you might tell your cousin. And then there's things you might tell your best friend that you might not tell your mom. You get what I mean? And I feel like you would understand that. 
in a in a relationship i believe that if you are dating somebody and you're in a significant yeah there is a private part that you guys curate together that nobody knows that's the special part of why you pick that person so your best friend is never going to replace something that you're curating with somebody else that's brand new they may be aware that you know you got some situations going on in your life but that those things i'm cultivating with that man privately i'm not on my phone telling my best friend that most people don't understand that yeah but anyways listen we can we can we can go for forever with this i really want us to get into this you know monogami on conversation i'm really interested in hearing what everybody got to say or even the question like that so oh please i beg drop the drop the drop the beat so i mean thank you everyone for for sharing um it's been it's been it's been lots of knowledge um i'm glad i, I had to listen on and uh, um it really it really did make me think and it kind of tied perfectly into into this into this next part because um i remember it may, i just remember the mention of if you start talking to somebody and you you like to um let them know very well that you're still talking to others like um it really it really makes me think about about relationships and the question of monogamy um is this something that's uh is it is it unfair is this something that's good for us um is it is it a societal problem and forgive me for saying this because i think that the the whole um cheating concept is as a result of the monogamic constructs so well, once again this is my point but uh, what do you what does everyone here think because uh, uh one thing i can say for sure is that um the older society there was there were mistresses and multiple wives and multiple partners and clearly we are still in 2020 we've invented a couple of cool stuff so is is this mono, is this monogamy is it a problem or is it is it is it something we're trying to hold on that really doesn't make sense should we think otherwise i definitely think people are trying to hold on to this idea because a lot of people get into relationships um that they call monogamous but then they're cheating or stepping out or breaking that um breaking the boundaries that they set up front i guess because they're saying oh i only want to be with you but also telling somebody else they only want to be with them um or if they're not doing that trying to force themselves into the box of monogamy they're avoiding titles altogether and that's you get the sneaky link culture and things like that um and i feel like for relationships you just need honesty honesty must come first in order for a relationship to be successful and personally i noticed that people are more people in open relationships are more willing to be honest than people in monogamous relationships because there's people in monogamous relationships are so scared to hurt their partner's feelings or um that their partner will leave them i don't maybe scared is a bad word but still this idea of their I can't tell them these things because they're it's going to hurt them. Whereas in open relationships, it's like, I'm going to tell you these things, 
so that I do not hurt you and you know what's going on and know that it's not about you. Or, uh, oops, sorry. No, no, no. Um, it was just a quick quick question as you, as you spoke. So um, do you, by any chance, have any examples of, of successful open relationships? Just curiosity on my part. So, I mean, I wouldn't say that I'm in a relationship. Well, I could say I'm in a relationship, a form of relationship with multiple people right now. Cause, but I don't have titles or anything because I'm dating multiple people, if that, if that makes sense. So they're not monogamous. It's not a title. It's me exploring the options out in the world so that I can see the type of people that are available and see who I'd like to date to see who my potential husband could be. Are you sleeping with all of them? No, I'm not sleeping with all of them. It, oh, we typically only sleep with one, just just for just so anybody knows. There's, there's normally, if there's a basketball team, there's one person that we are sleeping with. And then the right. other four, we're trying to figure <laughs> out, which is probably why most of the time the women can hold out on that one guy because she got some other guy she's sleeping with anyway. Mm. <laughs> so usually sleeping with the coach. Right. <laughs> he said the coach. That one start acting up, he get cut, and we move to the next one. And y'all and, and y'all think and y'all think y'all the only one who could play football, huh? On the football team, it's two separate teams playing, not only one team. Just so y'all know. Oh, we know. That's how I like to play, but it's all about honesty up front. So if you talk, if I'm telling you like I want to be like I'm still dating multiple people, and you're like, cool, I'm also dating multiple people. If you come to me one day, and you're like, okay, I'm ready to be monogamous, and I'm like, you know what? I'm still trying to see multiple people. It's up to you to decide whether you still want to see me because I still want to see multiple people or if you're done with that relationship because you now want monogamy. And if you choose to still see me, you cannot expect monogamy out of me because I told you I'm dating multiple people still. So when the guy also tells you he's seeing multiple people, how do you guys set boundaries there? It's about the relationship. One, what does I see people who see multiple people? Um, Damn. Oh, that's everybody, though. Let's just be very right. clear. Everybody that you start dating, there's somebody <laughs> else already there. So you got to go into the relationship knowing that they already got a team. Whether they're active or injured, they got one. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's injured. so funny to me how people like me actually on a date on Tuesday and think that they're the only one by Thursday. Like, I don't know you. Jesus is Lord. Wait, hold on. Who's injured again? <laughs> Y'all know the people what that up? be in the, you know, you go through your phone and it's 7,000 contacts and like 20 of them or 100 of them. You don't even, who is that? Who is that? Y'all be having people just there. We all do. So my question um, is, why are you dating? Why are you dating? So you're dating to figure out who, what, what you need in a partner. You don't know what you want or what you need in a partner until you meet it. You don't know what you like for real until you experience it. So that's the problem, actually. The problem is you don't know what you want. So you want everybody. Yeah. It's not wanting everybody. Mm. But that's No, dating is sampling. It's sampling. It's sampling. Mm. Sample. No, that's like what sample. dating is. Because you kind of get an idea of what A, B, C are and their characteristics and then you get to date them to figure out okay who do i prefer who do i align more with that's what dating is for 
But see, she's speaking from somebody who sounds like she know what to do. Most of us out here, <laughs> the way she answered that, it was just like, yeah, she's discerning when she's meeting someone to most people. Most women will tell you this. Oh my gosh, I went on a date with this guy. And oh my gosh, we had such a great connection. It felt so good. And you already know this girl's a deer in headlights because she got all these emotional feelings about somebody that she don't even know. Right. She said, so, what? He <laughs> deer, deer in the headlights. <laughs> AKA Mumu. <laughs> yeah, she gets like putting all the eggs in one basket of somebody yeah. you know, and really like people put I- ideation yeah we're getting listen y'all know how many people i've married after i said hello right. like oh my god he's so fine jesus like literally like right after i said yeah. hi like oh he's so fine girl you see him oh my gosh oh he's gonna help you call me like you literally be thinking about your dress and the colors and those oh, the ones guy ones was like how you doing exactly. what's your name so like i'm just you know i'm speaking from a person who has not um who's failed in dating sounds like i got some pros up here but me, <laughs> i'm not a pro okay no the, the angle is marriage when you're dating the angle is marriage we, um i guess depending on what you want i mean not everybody even believes in the concept of marriage and i feel like marriage is god's idea and i feel like i've truly screwed up because i've dated a whole bunch of guys that didn't even know god so how can i expect them taking down al and they don't even know who god is like it's just like not equally yoke type situation you know I'm glad i've gotten I've, I've met some new people to kind of you know share some light on those type of things but yeah it's tough. And then, we, oh, and then I could just give you a whole nother father situation. Let your father not be involved. Oh, now you really, a guy say something to you. You don't get that first love from your dad. So you're not even able to recognize what that is. And that's the case for a lot of African-American women that look like me. Our dads aren't in the picture. So when Tommy come through with the car and be like, oh, I'm giving you a ride and you want to do this and you want to do that. You, you, he whining and dining you. You feel like a kid and you're like, oh, this is so cool. And, oh, he likes me, and really, he planned you fulfill. Mm-hmm. Girl, you know Tommy. Let me you ask know Tommy this. Ain't never had no job. <laughs> Hold on, let me ask this, right? To, to what Jasmine just said, right? For the men, do you guys think the opposite is true, or do you feel like the opposite is true? Like, let's say your mom's is not like okay. Does your mom drive the woman you want to be with? Or when you see the woman will be with, like, do you see your mom's, rep- like, are you looking for your mom's representation in her? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to speak for myself here. Like, I definitely want to see certain characteristics of my mother and the woman I get married to, because one, that's the woman who raised me. Um, two, that's the woman whose food I think is the best out of everybody's food in the world. So if she can chef her like my mom, that's already a plus one. If she loves the way my mother loves, and she's, you know, when they say mommy for village, the woman, everybody's mom, because she has such a huge heart. Like, no matter who it is, as soon as they walk through that door, she, oh, you need to eat. Oh, they, they sit down and get you some drinks. Treat everybody like they're president. Leave us all. Get it. Leave us all. Yeah. You feel me? I'm just saying. But My, Lord, that, that woman out there is going to have a hard time with me. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Lord, don't you think it's unfair to look for characteristics in your parent, just in somebody else. Why? No, I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think I'm looking for the specifically my mom. But you know, any any little detail, every, every any little part of it, I think it's good enough for me. T, why is it? Why is it? T, why is it unfair? Because here's the thing. Sometimes 
you have a really, you have a superhuman for a mother, right? For example. And then you turn out and you realize, and then no ever, no other girl ever matches up to that standard. And she's on a, your mom is on the pedestal and you're looking for those qualities. Like she's really great. She's really all this. And then you're looking for the exact same thing in some, I think it's unfair to look for, to just have someone who's on a pedestal and you're looking for the same thing in somebody else. These are two different people. Yeah. No, that one is called a mama's boy. That's why I was like, don't you think that's a little unfair? <laughs> that's mama's boy right there. Like you that's... said, it has to be mama for the, everybody's mom. Not everybody's outgoing like mm-hmm. that. Some people yeah. don't like people in their houses. And it doesn't mean that they're not good with people, you know, but they're not going to be. So that's why I'm saying like something like that would be on. You consider that I don't think it might be unfair to try to look for that in somebody else. That's That was what, all I was asking. I mean, wait. Okay. You, you're saying it's unfair, but it's not unfair when you guys are looking for so much other stuff in men, huh? That is like, but anyways, Aziz. But you're, I'm not, you're, I'm not comparing apple to oranges. That's that's the difference. I'm not saying that. Oh, my dad. It's like me saying my dad. You know, my dad fixed everything in the house. You know, he was a man's man. I need a man who can go to the forest and lumber some trees. And, you know, that's good and all. If you're looking for that, that's good. But I think it's a little unfair because how many people out there now in 2023 are able to do that? Not a lot. Go to the country. Go to the country. You see some guys with some giant cameras and lumber. But it's not very common like that. So that's just what I'm saying. If you're comparing your parent to the partner that you're looking for, I think that's unfair. Now, if you're just looking for good qualities in a person in general, of course, by all means, but comparing two different people, now that's a problem. Uh, well, with the product, we are the products of our environments, right? Correct. And as such, we're still going to look for something that resonates with home. No matter how you want to look at it, you're still going to look for something that resonates with home. Um, you cannot you cannot bring somebody home that you know damn well will be fire fire with your mom. You don't want that kind of stress, man. You don't Hell want not. that kind of stress. I have a question then. I have a question on that then. So if you can't bring... So why is it that... Like, I would say for me, like, I would say with the guys that I've dated, like... I don't, re- I don't resemble what their home life is like, which is why I think they went after the opposite. Like over here is organization, there's structure, there's, you know, there's progression, there's motivation, there's ambition. And a lot of men I've dated, that's not what their um, environments was like. And I see them um, seeing that light in somebody and wanting some, but because they don't know how to operate in that space, they end up just screwing it up naturally. So, you know, like for me, I feel like some men aren't looking for what they have kind of at home, they're looking for something. I'm just speaking from my culture, period. They're actually looking for something that's better and like a lot more, you know, stable because it don't be, you get what I mean? And I think it's, I think it's, I think it's, I think, it's, I think some, some people get the short end of the stick because they come from that background and then now they are stepping down to be in somebody else's space. You get what I mean? Yeah, I mean, life, life, life is a game of numbers, right? Um, you, said, uh, you round up or you round out? depending on, you know, what situation it is. You feel me? So um, sometimes you might overplan, or sometimes you might plan. not plan too much, right? Or you might just be right there. It depends on yours. I mean, each and every one of us, how, however you want to hustle, right? Um, I also think that just because 
you've been seeing so much at home, maybe you just want to have a different out-of-body experience, right? But yet still have something that resonates with home. Qualities. Yeah, you feel me? So it's like, yeah, I'm going to still get this, but I also want a little bit of, you know, a little touch, a little sprinkle of exotic with it. So that's really about setting your boundaries, your standards. Nobody can tell you the type of person you want to date. And Definitely. if the person is not nice. what you want out of a relationship, date someone else. That's like somebody telling me I should settle for 50-50 in a relationship. I'm not settling for 50-50 in a relationship. What are you settling for? 100-100. What does that look mm. like? It'll look different depending on the relationship. But what does it look like for you? It'll depend on my relationship with that person. What about the relationships, right? For you, right? What is it that you're willing to accept in that space? Someone who can do for themselves and do for others. Who can do for me what I can do for myself and beyond because I can do for myself and them and beyond. But I don't want I don't want to feel needed and I don't want them to feel needed. I want us to exist as individuals and want to be together instead of being codependent on each other and needing to be together. Secret sauce right there. So it's not about what he provides financially or emotionally or in the house. It's about are we both putting in a hundred percent into this relationship? Can you do for yourself? Can you do 100% for yourself? Are you a whole individual? Are you mentally sound? Are you emotionally um, good? Are you financially stable? Can you survive on your own? Or am I going to have to raise a man? And you're saying that you're figuring that out with all five guys on the basketball team. I'm being an individual and I get to see them be individuals as all like each of them be individuals because if you live your own life you only have so much I don't know I work a lot and I travel a lot I'm not traveling I may travel with some of these men but I travel on my own I send myself on vacations and I don't have time to sit around and Text somebody all day, every day, sitting on the phone, because what are you doing? That means you're not productive. You're not mm. doing what you need to do. So, I don't. so you think that so you think that somebody cannot be productive and still texting at the same time? Uh not necessarily like not necessarily. No, but you're not about to sit on the phone. I'm not sitting like this texting you all day, like minute for minute. No, no I disagree That's with that. You we all make time. We all make time for what who we you want make time for what you want, but minute for minute, that means uh, there's some codependency in that. There is some codependency in that. I do agree with what she's saying about because I have dated and I shared this with some people on the call. I've dated people who weren't equally yoked, and it's literally it's like you got the whole world on your back and you're trying to pull up like there you can't grow. So if you are whole and you can take care of yourself and then that person can take care of themselves, then we can build. But most of the time you can't really build with somebody when you trying to bring them up to where you at. And while you bringing up to where you at, you kind of just sitting still like, come on, come on, come on. Let's do some stocks. Let's do this. Let's open some bank accounts together. And you got to pull them and you want to date somebody that has that. that, And I I had to do that. I mean, I know it might sound super shallow, but I I had to say, Oh, Jasmine, you're pretty successful since you've got to, 
deal with somebody who's got some fruit out there too. Like if somebody mm-hmm. starts asking you what you do and what you've done, like you can say you've done these things. It has nothing to do with the type of person you are too. Let's be clear. Because you can have all these things and still be a terrible person and still be really mean and, and not. So it's not the things. It's not the things. I will say when you have your own things, it makes dating you and building a relationship with you easier because I don't feel like I have to take care of you. And I've taken care of a lot of men. I've built I have a question for Micah, though, when, it, when going back to what you said about 100 percent going in and not needing someone to codepend. So when you say you're going 100 and 100 and you're building with someone, you're building this new structure, life, they're making your life better, you're making their life better. Wouldn't you call that depending on one another while you're building that you need them as you guys are building this together? No, no, because one, I really feel like we need to build separately before we even put things together because you, if so we- What does that have- look like building separately when you guys are, are together? together meaning what like y'all in a relationship (laughs) be more specific because if we're just dating i'm going to have my own we are not building the same structure okay let's we're building our own structures and when we marry when we get married we're building a bridge to put these together so even in marriage are you are you saying that when you guys are now married building that you would say that's codependent that you know you need your wife you know you need your husband it's when not it codependent if you have your own. Okay. So codependency is more like, oh, you can, basically you cannot function without the other person, right? That's what I guess um, she's no, trying to explain. Very true. Like it's you right. can, like your, your power, like playing damsel in distress. You can't do nothing for yourself. You can't go out to eat without somebody paying it you know, paying for you. You can't go to a club and get drinks unless someone's that that's what codependency is. I would also take it a little further too, because there there are so many married people who get divorced. And then there's always somebody on the other end. That's like, Oh God, I don't have nothing. Hmm. Like, Oh, we're divorced. And he took everything or she took everything. And these are people who built something on their own and they came together and now they're not with that person anymore. And their entire life is now completely different. And it's I mean, because it's like I'm talking about night and day, night and day, guys, that is more of the story in our society than the latter that we're talking about. What we're talking about right now is a dream world. What what it looks like is people get married. People don't sign prenups. People don't do all these crazy things. And then they do. There is some woman that's left with the kids or there's some man who some woman is taking all of his money because they had all these kids. And that's pretty much what society is dealing with today. Mm-hmm. Them being married and being quote unquote codependent. And now I, I'm out of love, out of like, out of funds, out of trust with you. And now you looking crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do y'all think like, for in my, in, I mean, in the context of prenups, do y'all think that like people who want to sign prenups should even get married to begin with? Like, because personally, the way I look at it, if you're going to sign a prenup with somebody, I think you should just be business partners at that point. I agree. I don't I don't see the point of getting married. I agree. They have common law marriage. Like you don't have to do the song and dance. Like if you feel like at the end of the day, if this is dissolves, you can't take none of my stuff. I can't take none of your stuff. Then yeah, no, you don't need to be married. You need to be out here doing you. No yeah. one know no one knows the future. So if something went south, and let's but say see, one was more than than the other, then but sometimes I mean, that future changes, not even off of like dissolve. Like, what if your husband dies? 
You know what I'm saying? Like there are so many reasons why somebody can end up in a situation to where they have needed to build something for themselves because what if I marry my husband and what if I don't know? And then what if he passes away? You know what I'm saying? So then what? But based then on what, what you but based on what you said, uh, you don't need a codependent. Even if that was the situation, you were already good by yourself. So even if you don't have that person around, you should still be able to take care of yourself based on what y'all said. I feel the mm -hmm. same way about child support. I feel like it shouldn't be a thing. <laughs> I'm be honest with you because if one of the parents isn't there, like somebody still has to take care of that child. So, like, I mean, I know, it's, I know, we could probably go real deep in it, but I don't like the idea of it because it's like a way of basically like forcing people to do stuff. But I feel like you made the decision to do X, Y, Z. Whether or not either of these parents are active, this kid still's got to get taken care of. So, like, I don't know. I just feel like it's a it's a choice for me. It's a choice. I think where we are. I mean, it. It's it it's honestly a wormhole because I there's a lot I we could go off, but I really want us to think back about monogamy. Because when I when I when I think monogamy, I, I'm not looking at the test the waters, the fishing pond. I'm looking at monogamy as a sense of your committed relationship status, whether it's in marriage. I mean, basically monogamy. Um, with an end point. So I know we've gone into several things and 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 what we're looking for. Um, but let's let us think monogamy because I have this really big question. I have seen that guys play the game, girls to play the game. Um, it makes it makes me wonder: should this should this be fair game for everybody? Should a particular sex have monopoly to double outside monogamy? Is it acceptable? And how does it affect our relationships towards the end? Is this something we we want to con continue to kill ourselves? Or should we just accept to say, hey, we'll just all be polygamous? Or is it better if one sex is just polygamous and the other one is a little more understanding? That's what I'm thinking at this point. How do you, how do we feel about that? Because if you ask me, I would say um, it, it might be easier for, for um, a man to be polygamous and it will still work as mm -hmm. opposed to a woman to be polygamous and it works. Right. So I'm looking at the end goal. I'm more likely to be insecure. Oh, mm -hmm. Nah, girl, go out there, do your thug dizzle, but I don't promise you I'll be here when you come back. I, I think you say that because the most, for the most part, the examples we've had about polygamy has been on a man's perspective, right? Correct. I just recently seen bigamy become a thing. Bigamy? Yeah, where the woman has, is the woman with multiple. Bigamy and polyamory. Right, so okay. that's, that's polygamy is the man bigamy. The man side. Mm -hmm. I got, got you. I got you. We've had very less examples of bigamy than we've had of polygamy, so that's why you say it can work. I think either side can work depending on who's involved. Right, anything can work. Monogamy, monogamy can work depending on who's in it. Polyamory can work depending on who's in it. Polygamy, whatever kind of relationship can work, but know that each re each relationship has its stipulations and 
when you start having multiple partners, it's not for the faint-hearted. It's not. Yeah. Don't think, mm-hmm. oh, this is an easiest, you know, easier way. I would just, you know, it's not for the faint-hearted. I cannot see my partner with another person. That's a no. And I'm cool with it. It, it doesn't work for me. So I'm not going to pretend and say, oh, I'm down for poly- for you know, a polygamous relationship just so I can be with this person and then being hurt. No. And if you're not cut out for monogamy, if you feel like you're really promiscuous, just be open with it and say, hey, this is not for me. Don't choose monogamy and you keep stepping out. Right. Exactly. It's about setting standard for your relationship at the beginning. If you Monogamy is no game either. It's a lot of self-control. It's a lot of self and it's a it's a lot of demands. I think coming from the male point of view, it's like when it comes to the monogamy, um, and from what I heard from people who possibly have gotten marriage, uh, from the woman's stand of view, there's a lot of things that's asked for her in a in a sense when it comes to marriage, when it when the demands is from the husband side, and at times, you know, they're not un, they're not able to meet up to those standards. So that's where the polygamy comes in, where it's like. I'm giving you all this energy. I need this. You can't match that. So if you're telling me, let's say two, three days out the week, we can only do it in the bed. And I know I have a high sex drive as of eight. And you're telling me I'm only going to do it twice a week. I'm going to find someone else to be able to settle me and get me off for that remaining time. So it's like the demands that come into it in monogamy. I don't think a lot of people um, are really sure or know what's to expect from their partner when it comes to that monogamy. And I believe from the guys, that's what leads to them stepping out or just being upfront and saying, hey, like, this is what I'm going to need when we're married. If you can't agree to this, then I might need to find someone else if you can't, you know, adjust to this. Yeah, see, my question to that is if you cannot handle one woman, what makes you think you can do three? Who said that one person couldn't handle one woman? I'm just saying, like, you saying that, oh, she can only do sex twice a week. I'm going to find mm-hmm. somebody else, right? And it, the demands are too much on one person. Like, if you can, if you really cannot make one person happy, how can you make multiple people happy? No, so what I was saying from the, from the point of view from the woman. So it's like, <laughs> he's so looking it's, to satisfy himself. Say it again. <laughs> I said happiness isn't his end goal there. His end goal is to get his rocks off because I feel like it's a it's a yeah. I feel like for you for men, it's an it's nature. Y'all just want to spread y'all see as much as y'all can. Y'all can't explain it because it's your flesh and it's who you are as to where, and that's how you've been groomed. Go out there, conquer. Think about think about when your kids had the conditioning. Men is sports, it's games, it's football, it's boom, cars, trucks, and then girls get everything that they really have in life. Barbies, houses, cooking. We play with the things that we have to grow up and actually do. And y'all don't actually play with the things that y'all have to grow up and actually do. You just compete and try to be the best and win the winner. And it that's the conditioning. So you guys are kind of like, you know, oh, I'm out here and I need to get every girl, every girl, every girl, every girl. Like, oh, I'm sorry, guys, all vagina are the same. Okay. And most of the times you guys really just need that. That's why it doesn't mean anything. That's why the guy comes back and he's like, babe, I love you. Shouldn't mean nothing because vagina is vagina. At the end of the day, it don't matter what girl you put it on until that girl's created 
some type of emotional, mental, spiritual connection with you, does that vagina mean something else? But that's why these men want to have all these other, they don't want to have all these love relationships. I feel, I don't feel like polygamy is about how many people I'm going to be in love with and be committed to. They're trying to figure out how I can be in a relationship and still be able to sleep with who I want to sleep with. So let me tell you where I think a lot of men go wrong, because it's a lot of women who are down with this. But they are robbed of the choice because the guys come in sheep's clothing. Like, oh, no, I want a relationship and I I want you and I want this. When really, you don't know, a girl may be down with a threesome. She may like girls. You don't know. Because you didn't tell, you didn't, you weren't up front with her to tell her who you were. You was hiding. And a lot of women that find them, a lot of guys that do find those women that are okay with open relationships, they're okay with it because of the trust and honesty. And I also believe that the, the reason why you have to go out and sleep in the bedroom with so many other women is because you haven't unlocked. First off, you're just sleeping. You just you just patting. You haven't unlocked what I think uh, that is really supposed to be like. It's supposed to be magical and it's not supposed to be something that you're supposed to be, you know, got to get them all tricks kids. Like that's not, I don't think that was what the intention was, but that's what we've been taught. But I don't never think that that's what we were supposed to come here for because I can honestly say that I know now, I know y'all gonna put this somewhere, so I'm just gonna be careful, make sure you know, my companies don't see it. But I can honestly say that I have not been unlocked sexually, period, because I've never trusted so to cover a man completely to take me on all those levels. So am I am I, I feel like am I inexperienced in some areas like that? Absolutely, because I haven't trust you to even be comfortable to even go that far. Hold on. Let's let's talk about that real quick. Why is that? Why haven't you trusted a man to like unleash? potentials that you don't even think you have in you because i said that and i've been transparent this whole call i've never dated the type of man that i should so these are i'm speak i can only speak from my experiences now when god sends me a person that i can trust and i unlock then we could do this podcast in about 10 years and i'll probably sound like a different person but today i'm gonna speak on what i know I don't know about everybody else, but I know about me. I'm so curious to know what that person is like for you today. Well, I don't have that person. Well, you just mean the idea of a person, right? Yeah, that person, like the per. Well, right now, if somebody comes to you and they try to date you or they try to talk to you or whatnot, right? You have uh, uh, um, this checklist or what have you. Maybe not, but whatever. We're just gonna go with a checklist for today, right? You have a checklist that you know you're gonna go by. Um, what's that checklist? Run it down for us. So it changed. Whatever guys like listening to this, they're going to see your face on IG or whichever, you know what I mean? Okay, right. And that's something else too. You got to be careful because you don't give a checklist out because that's all again, guys going to do is check all those boxes. I'll know it when I feel it. I'll know it when I see it. I'll know it when it's the thing, right? But it's the thing, right? But it's the thing, right? (laughs) Women are, you know, FBI agents plus CIA plus all this. (laughs) But how come when it comes down to the point where you really support Name them all play your role you don't play your role how come you don't see it why are you so blind to it if you so much of an in- investigator um i feel like i can only say that the role when you say play our role a lot of times a lot of us don't play our role because we're trying to play our role to the wrong type of person like you you trying to be that role to somebody that don't deserve that and then there's a level of disrespect or you know what i'm saying you don't really see eye to eye with them and then it's just it's a show. It's like a washout. All right. So let's take it back. To, let's take it back to when you said, or I, I think it was Micah. She said she talks to like, um, or, or you could talk, not her. Let's just say you could talk to five people at the same time, right? So if you're talking to five people at the same time, how don't you label them? Oh, this is that person that does this. Oh, this is that person that, oh, now this is the real one. 
I mean, of course you do that. So how come you're still blindsided when you do label all these different people? Friend taught me is being educated on something, but then not being intelligent and not applying what it is that you have learned. So a lot of times it'd be because we just be so caught up. I know in my life, I've been so caught up to the end. I've been trying to get down the aisle that I'm, I'm blindsided because <laughs> I'm trying to get to my own goal. So if your end goal is marriage, how, why wouldn't you be blindsided? If that's your end goal, why wouldn't you be blindsided? You so fixated on this one thing and you fail to see all these other things that might happen or might not. Why wouldn't you be blindsided? When we, a lot of times when we deal with one person at a time and in the, so I feel like people feel like early, like when dating, no, even talking in a talking stage, I've had some people tell me, if you're talking to me, you should only talk to me. You're not taking me on dates. You are not trying to, like, you're trying to get to know me, text message or however, or chilling. That's not, well, yeah. Why are you still there? So it's not, Who's but it's, you there? it's Who's not, you but there? a lot of people, what I'm saying is some people feel like you have to be with one person, like you're only supposed to be talking to them. Agreed. And people get caught into this idea of this is a relationship that I'm with and they don't realize that they could get so much more out of other relationships. They don't learn it until they're exploring more options and different types of people and going on different types of dates. Monogamy should be a, like when you're after you're dating a person and you do decide to be exclusive, that conversation of exclusivity needs to be had mm-hmm. until that conversation is had. You're not exclusive. You're not. You're poly. Like you're open to exploring. Say that again one more time. Until a conversation of exclusivity is had, you are dating. Assume they are dating multiple people. Boom. Now, with that said, why do so many people still come back with that same question of "You heard me. You this that, or you that or that," when they have not defined? what lane they are in because people are too afraid to have that conversation and set their boundaries up front so they go in and they're like oh we're basically living together now and we still don't have a title what is this are you living with someone if you've not had that conversation people (laughs) do it all the time blindsided (laughs) people they are hobosexuals huh people who literally get in relationships just to live in your house what and you let that you would do all that but have a conversation i would never let that happen i'm just saying the people who do but what i'm saying is this is what people this is why i think these this whole podcast world um has created to begin with to get other people's um, perspective because let me let everybody know nobody was ready to hear everybody's thoughts in the world at one time like this is the time we're living in right now you can hear what joe smo got to say anybody anybody can get on the internet and say something i feel like you get to that different cultures different environments different backgrounds like not everybody is coming from a family that is that that is pouring into them like that to where they know it and so that's why you can tell culturally that's not it doesn't seem like it's in the the a certain type of culture it seems like it's done certain type of ways, but I can speak for me and my culture is not like that. So like, what if you what if you didn't have anybody telling you about relationships at all? And you just went through life doing it because it was in front of you. 
That's how a lot of people who look like me, that's why a lot of them have, that's why you got a lot of so many like teen pregnancies, like 16, mm-hmm. 15, because 12, you know, Sarah Jakes Roberts, she had a kid at like 12. You get what I'm saying? Like, cause there wasn't any, you know, you just don't, you just, you're just not thinking. And when you're young, and I also noticed too, when we're younger, we want that polygamy. We want the monogamy thing so bad. We want that boyfriend, that girlfriend when we're like 16, 17, 18. Then you spend that first years when you probably should be polygamous, mm-hmm. um, trying to be with a relationship with one person. And then this one person that broke your heart after seven years. And now you out here just fumbling through life because you're so hurt because you thought your first person you with was supposed to be your last person. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's probably why we end up in a lot of this like, Oh, 35 year olds, 27 year olds still trying to like figure out how to date because they didn't been with the person they was in college with for 10 years. Mm-hmm. They have no experience. So let me run it back because I don't think we've heard everyone's perspective on the monogamy versus polygamy thing. Uh, Lord, we haven't heard from you. What you think? Bad uh, for us? I, man, I just personally, I just do what, what works best for me until it works. What I tried to say. So Continue. I have that situation where I'm only dating one person unless we had that conversation. And I always had that conversation. It's been ever since I became single and I was like, okay, if I find the right person, that's it. Like, that's it. But I let the person know, like, hey, I get their number today. We're talking tomorrow. Like, hey, by the way, I go on dates you cool with that they say cool all right cool and they say no now i ask the question why why aren't you cool with that what's the problem this that and the third and it's like okay but i'm not about to sit here and invest in something i don't know mm. i'm not gonna do that so that and that follows through within my marriage the only way you you ever become my girlfriend is if i see you as a wife if if i don't see you as a wife there's no crossing that line like we're not going to reach there you're not even getting picked up for the game. Mm. Not on the squad. Like, not at all. So, I'm, I'm very, <laughs> yeah. No time wasted. No time wasted at all. I mean, this this next question goes to everyone, right? And you said, mm-hmm. obviously, you're not going to get someone's number today. And then you expect that, oh. Exactly. You're not going to talk. So, what point does monogamy set in, in the different phases of, you know, being with someone? At what point do you say, this is it? Is it when you're in a serious relationship? Is it when you're looking like, oh, we're potentially, I could walk down the aisle with this person. Is that when monogamy sets in or does it never set in? Like, what does that timeline look like? I feel like if you really like somebody, you naturally want to spend less time with the other people you're entertaining. Um, and you'll want to spend more time with the person you see yourself being with. And just because you're now seeing other people less and cutting those people off, monogamy does not start until you have that conversation and are in agreement with the other person. So as I said earlier, like if one of us is saying, okay, I want to this now, and the other person says, no, I'm not ready for that. You can either stay or you can choose to walk away. Right. It takes both people being like, okay, I'm ready to be monogamous now. Let's explore that together for it to be monogamous. But do y'all think, do y'all really think though that monogamy is natural to us humans? 
men, I don't know, so maybe for the ladies, but I think us men is. So to me, I don't think for ladies either. I feel like it's forced. To me, I understand men look towards numbers. So definitely, monogamy is not natural to men. Women look toward the. When I see uh, a couple, a heterosexual couple getting married, and the guy friends are congratulating the guy, oh, that's good. I mean, you did it. In all honesty, I think they're telling him with my courage to take yourself out this playing field because there's a lot that you're going to show us self-discipline that we can't we, we can't handle on the woman's part i think when her friends say congratulations they basically are really really telling her that you found the best person because i know at least i think that the women are built to pair bond with someone that will respect someone who will provide and so they can naturally uh do what women do best which is nurture so um i think it's extremely bad for us not to to recognize this and just to go back to Tayo's example where it was it was it was really a simple situation the guy has a super high sex drive and you 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 both may have agreed to be monogamous it's easy as walk away uh better than attempt to not want to walk away what are you the lady willing to to do to i guess that help that process yes to help that process because at the end of the day you have a sexually frustrated male and a sexually frustrated male to me in my opinion is the most dangerous man on the planet mm. so what do you ladies think about that i always feel like the conversation honesty and transparency will always be the key to success in any relationship if she Personally, I have a high sex drive. I never expected it. I've been in relationships where I'm not being <laughs> um, by a person. So speaking for myself, have that conversation of I need more. You cannot give more. Okay, well, I, you know, I also tell people right now, like I start letting people know I'm dating multiple people now. So that way in the future, I feel comfortable telling them, okay, I want an open relationship, if that's what I want. I want monogamy, if that's what I want. Um, but being able to have that conversation, feeling comfortable and safe and having a healthy, like the trust in that relationship to be vulnerable enough to say, you know, I might want be interested in looking at outside sources for pleasure you don't know nothing but I are you tell you how do you feel about it not are you okay with it because you cannot control what i do i can take into consideration your thoughts continue 
And I can, if that, if we can come to an agreement of what will work, what we can try to work for to satisfy both of us in a relationship, we can try that. But we're trying something that we came up with together, not something that I came up with alone. So it's like, okay, if we say, if we're at three times a week and I say I need more, and like, well, I can try for five times a week. And then I'm, we come back to the table a little later and I'm like, yeah, five times a week still is enough for me. Um, and then you're like, okay, well, maybe we can start including toys. And then it's like, that is not enough for me. Um, okay, I, I'm, I'm interested, you know, not saying that this is really no 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 we get we get continue we you're painting the picture it's okay a lot of people actually go through this you're speaking the truth continue and it's like coming back to the table to say okay how do you feel about the idea of being in an open relationship if we were in an open relationship would you prefer it to be us all like the three of us together would you prefer a hierarchy and us date people separately would you like everybody at the same table? Would you like to be at different tables? Being able, like starting the relationship with the communication and a boundary set up front and the trust and the safety so that the conversations can be had throughout the relationship because relationships change as people change. So what I want as a 25 year old in a relationship may not be what I want as a 35 or 45 year old in a relationship. True. Absolutely true. So being able to, like, that's my only thing against monogamy. People are so scared to be vulnerable with their partner and say, you know what? And they feel like they're hurting their partner's feelings by saying, you know what? I, I'm not satisfied. You shouldn't feel like you're hurting your partner's feelings by not telling them you're not satisfied. I, I, I like to be in a no. I like to know the truth at all times. If there's a way I can better help you, better please you, better, like, if I love you like that, I'm going to want to make sure you're good. And just, and if I'm going to say what I need as well. If I need you to hold me tighter at night for 10 more min minutes, you know, I need to be able to say, okay, this is what I need. If they can't give you what you need, you have to, to be table. willing to find that elsewhere, whether it's with them because they agreed to be open or it's without them because they cannot meet your needs. So what I'm hearing is polygamy should be on the table where there is no satisfaction. <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> no. Not I mean, necessarily. No. If it's a solution in your relationship, by right. all See, right. I like that, Therese, because no one, there's no one size fits all. It's that cookie cutter. Like if one of us, if any of us paired up in a relationship, it'll look different. And then if we switch the people out, it'll look different. It's going yeah. to look different. So right. you got to be comfortable with what you want to go with. And um, she mentioned earlier, like your background, your culture, like all that comes into play. So if you know your culture is a culture that date multiple women, don't be out here dating a culture where... One woman, you know, Raheem, I'm a one woman man. Like, don't do it because you're just creating problems for yourself. But yes. let me tell you what I think. I think the reason why people feel like they need to keep a lot of people, but then they got that one person they need to hold on to because that really only works when you're young. When you're 75 years old, you don't have a roster. 
unless you're really, really wealthy, right? <laughs> you didn't want that one person that's going to be there and tell you, oh, let me bust this boil on your butt or let me do this or let me help you with that. You're going to need someone to take care of you. And I feel like when those, you see the old pimps, they, you know, they don't, they, they play a card, but they had that one girl that they married, they kept doing it. And then it's like 50, 60, that woman becomes everything to them because that's the only woman who wants you now. Mm -hmm. Oh man, Rashida, that was my main bitch. I, I wanted to hear <laughs> Reem's uh, point on this. Um, did you have anything to chime in on this monogamous, uh, monogamy relationship or uh, from one and being polyamorous, knowing that you are in a relationship? Um, I think I go back to what we sort of touched upon in the sense it's what you want from that relationship. What's, um, I don't want to say comfortable for you, but it's what you want out of it. What works, uh, just like Jasmine said as well, um, what works for you may not work for someone else. Um, so you have to. And initially, or maybe in the earlier stages, you may not exactly know what you want, but as you come along and you grow or get to know more about that person, you do. Um, and um, personally for me, um, and I know some of the girls or you guys have said, like, say you've dated um, multiple people, have been multiple people at the same time. I've actually been on the other end of the spectrum where I can't. So if I'm, st and that's more for me to not to like confuse myself, it's more like, okay, I get to know a person, fast forward a month, two months, you can already feel it. It's not going anywhere. Or you feel like, oh, do I just want to be with this person for the sake of being in a relationship or doing, you know, being with someone? I'm not going to lead them on and just be in it. So that would be where I draw the line and be like, okay, you know what? This is not working on to the next. Um, I've not been a person where I could, uh, I wouldn't say maneuver, but be with multiple people at the same time. Uh, but that's just me. And again, so it comes down to that works for me, but doesn't work for other people. Right. So I have a question for the ladies. Um, and this is coming from like my background, my culture of West Africa. Um, could you see yourself in a situation where you're in a relationship or you've married a man, he gives you everything that you need, he's providing everything, but then maybe he wants to have a second wife. He still does everything for you. He comes to the table and lets you know that he appreciates what you're doing, but he wants to bring someone else to the table as well. How would you guys view that? Would you guys cut it off knowing that you can't see yourself having someone else in or that's something that uh, y'all ladies will be open to. Because just to give you a little hey. background, both of my grandparents, they both had two wives. My dad came from his mom that had 11, he had, it was 11 of them, 10 siblings. And then he had stepbrothers and sisters, which was three of them, but they all grew up in the same house. So that's 14 people, same house, one guy, two wives, big, happy family. Everybody ate together. Everybody saw each other as brother and sister. And then on my mom's side, it was similar, but they didn't all live in the same house. It was where it was like one house and then you got another house down the street. But at the same time, everybody was cordial. Everybody saw each other as brothers and sisters, no fight in between. So I wanted to know like, what's your viewpoint if that ever sent it to y'all down the road? I just have one question because I don't know much about your culture. Are the women right. that have multiple husbands? 
No, they did. They were just with what my grandfather. No, no, I'm no, I'm asking culturally in that culture. Right. Can a woman in your culture also have multiple husbands and start all multiple? No, husbands? no, I've never, no, I've never heard of that. And no. why not? I don't know. I've just, I've just never heard of this. It's not common. Dictatorship. It's, it's not common for a woman to be around with multiple husbands, knowing that they look as the man, as the leader of the house, the one that's providing, protecting, making sure everything's done. A woman being around with multiple husbands is, is just not unheard of. I mean, maybe Aziz, I mean, he's uh, from my culture background as well. I don't know if he's heard of anything or Lord being from West Africa as well. If you ever heard of something like that, a wife having multiple husbands, but I believe both of them can agree and probably even G. Uh, in the sense where you've heard of a guy having multiple wives. So that's okay though? I, I mean, it's not frowned upon, right? So if you- Nah. I'm, no, no, not I'm, not the man. We know it's the culture. I'm talking about the woman. It's not frowned upon if she's just like, yeah, it's cool. You can totally have one. But uh, I like Tayo and I think I want to bring him into the fold and also recreate some some people with him as well. That, and if, that, go ahead. That, it's, it's, called, it's, called, it's called a shower. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's so, just called a shower from there. So like even if she gets one husband at a time, say she marries one person and divorces and goes to another man, you're just looked upon like you're very you like you're unserious with your life. Like nobody and, wants you. Mm -hmm. So and, and hello, I want to bring that to everybody's attention because everybody did a great job of painting the picture and setting the stage for me just now. You guys see your faces? Oh no, she will be she's <laughs> oh, oh, but that same woman got to nurture and pour into somebody has to deal with the fact that somebody don't even like think like that. Like, oh yeah, you're, you go deal with somebody and you sleep with multiple people or you do this. Oh, you just aren't, mm -mm, no, you aren't the, you aren't the woman. You don't count. You're left behind. You're behind us. You, you sleeping with multiple people, blah, blah, blah. That's that, that's that double standard that I think exists. And that's why you guys ask a girl how many people she slept with and she say three and you're like, you got multiplied times five. Like, cause she's probably slept with like 30. And then you're like, oh no, I can't deal with somebody who slept with what? Because that's a guy feeling like, oh, what I want is stuff. I need what I need to be clean and I need it to be untouched. But think about all of those women that you're polygamously moving around with. You're taking that opportunity from them because you're making them, you're part of the reason why they're unclean and they're not gonna, because you're not gonna take them home. So and just and just to clarify in the situation I was speaking of, it wasn't like my grandfathers were, were many women, they just had two wives. It no. was just two wives. You don't know that. that. Well, no, no. Well, I wasn't that. even I just want you to say I want you to know I wasn't even like when I responded, I really wasn't even thinking about your grand your like your family structure. The situation at all. Was, you were talking about. I think I'm talking about uh, uh, your culture being okay with it being with men. And then if a woman does it, how they're frowned upon it. And it's just like they're disgraced or they're an afterthought. It's, it's like that in a lot of cultures, like that in Asian cultures. Think about during, during World War II, um, sorry, during the, during the Vietnam War. That's a lot of those Asian women who dated, like that's what their culture did to them. You dirty, you dirty. You dated somebody, they completely like cast them aside because they did something that they didn't agree with. That's hard to live with. Women got to live like that, like and carry mm -hmm. that burden and carry that weight when we're supposed to be pouring into y'all when all people are doing is just taking from us. Mm -hmm. But That's I think why when, I it, well, when it comes to that, it just goes back to the foundation that women are the gateway when it comes to sex and guys are the gateway when it comes to a relationship. So you can't 
So when a guy looks down upon a girl, it's like you have that decision to make. Exactly. But when it comes to a guy, it's like a guy has to work and get to a position for him to be able to reach to that level. For a woman, it can come natural. A woman can step outside in the village and say, oh, who wants to come and smash me? And guys will queue up. It's not the exact same if a guy comes out and says, hey, I'm available. Who wants to be with me? So you can't do it that way. I, I feel like it's a foundational. Um, the two are not the same when it comes to men and women and how they move. That's why it's looked down upon on the woman, but not looked down upon as the guy. The guy had to work himself to get to a certain point. And that was why, you know, they see it as, okay, you know, the guy achieved, he reached a certain status. For the woman, it was like, you had this option all along in the beginning. So, yes. So that's why I feel like um, it's look upon that in the, in the culture. I mean, it sounds like people who like polygamy, and I'm going to stop after this, they got to have a lot of money. Oh, yeah. They, you, they, you, got, you got you, you Yeah, can't you can't be broke. You got to come packing. You got to So I mean, you ain't going to see an average guy trying to do this. It's not going to work. I mean, we've they seen attempts. <laughs> but yeah, but did it work? <laughs> That's what we're coming down to. We're talking about successful. So, personally, I'm, I'm open to figuring out whatever the relationship of the person I love like our relationship we can make that up as we go so it's a person that i love and it's like no matter what other factors i love you right and so if it's other people i don't care about love them. love you too <laughs> <laughs> i don't care about the other people because at the end of the day i know i love you and you love me but if in that time, like you're entertaining people, if I now have extra time and you're not feeling that time for me, I have to have that same ability to see other people. Otherwise, we won't work. Huh. Or, yeah, we have to, or we have to be in a relationship where we're seeing the same person. You're like we're seeing that person together it's not me feeling like i don't it so so, so and, and that and just that is very short so in that, in that situation it has to be a girl or a guy like, <laughs> it, doesn't, it depends on the relationship oh uh, all right and be another day <laughs> yeah <laughs> one thing i love about her not about to be star wars out here right <laughs> 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 no way. Only that's one thing I love about her responses, though. She keeps coming back to the fact that that relationship is the final. So I'm saying we are trying to take a concept and put it on society. Like, guys, society, screw society. All your answers are with down or inside of you. Do you want to be with 600 people? Do you want to be with one person? What does that look like? It don't, we can talk to people until the face turn blue. It's just our experiences. Now, some people need this. So people don't know, they're, they're literally like going outside and they just shoot and they have no idea. But you find those answers when you find yourself. Exactly. Hmm. And Z, any, uh... for me to answer your question, mm -hmm. um, I don't, I honestly don't know if I would sit still and cause the guy's providing everything, giving me everything. 
um, that I want materially, that I don't know that I would stay in that relationship or in that marriage, to be honest. But the way I'm set up, yeah, um, polygamy is not going to work for me. If I accept a situation like that, then that person, and then that means I've knocked that person off my pedestal. If I accept to stay married and you're providing and you can bring a second wife, just know you ain't it anymore. I'll just be there for the benefits of it, for the everything, the boats, the yards, whatever it takes that comes with you. But you are not, you are not that guy anymore for me. But when it still comes into your role of in the relationship and demands and things that he wants out of you, will you still be you're able to provide? Gonna, you're probably not gonna get it because you're not, you're not how I respond to a, a man is based on how I see him, right? And how, where I put him. If you're on that pedestal, you're getting everything and then some. If you get knocked down, you're losing some of those benefits, honey. You are. Yeah. I'm so just, you. you are. I don't you care. If you're bottom shelf people. drinks. Yeah. So because I'm here too, right? It's not right. like you're, you're the only one doing something. Like, obviously you want me to stick around. So yeah, that's and that's what I said. The guy is still doing no, everything, yeah, so catering. It's a compromise. I can stick around too, but then I'm gonna have my own set of conditions. Don't right. think you're gonna come okay, up yeah. in here and you know that throwing demands. You ain't the only one. Oh I'll no, I think it's it's definitely like how Micah said. You come to the table and you guys discuss. I don't believe it's ever a situation where it's like my way or the high road. It's like it's brought to the table and. You know, you guys discuss on it and see how you can move forward. What relationship you been? That's what I'm saying. That that is that is my moving forward. I feel okay. like a situation itself like that, he wouldn't. You would know that you ain't it, and don't think you're gonna come here and get premium treatment like you did before. <laughs> Let go. It comes. But you're still so, reaping so the what, benefits. So what of is less of course, and so are you, and so are you. <laughs> I'm reaping benefits, and so are you. And, and, you, and you're oh, reaping okay. mo even more because guess I'm what? Ripping, I'm ripping. Yeah, so why people. are my demands any less than what you're asking? Uh, mama, this is scenario, though. I feel like I'm too pleased. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, be, be, before I bring us these in, Therese, so what would be a scenario, some of these demands, if that was brought up to you, that you're saying that you're not going to knock them down? What would be a scenario of a demand that you would? be in that situation i guess let me there's so many things that can change right but yeah, yeah. You, let me put it long story short you probably are not going to get king treatment for me okay what is king treatment the one thing that i will pour into uh, the person who has my undivided attention you're not going to get that Nah, you're gonna get you're gonna get a, a weekend I'm in Cancun. Listen, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I'll start disrespecting the person and you're just you will feel it's different. I'm gonna start having excuses for things I didn't have before. Okay, let me just <laughs> make let me make it very simple because what what is men sex rescinded, yes or no? Say what now? You take sex back, yes or no? It depends. 
I could, Wait, I could, no, no, I, could no. I could use you for sex too. I know, but sex has a lot more things associated with it. Like mm-hmm. you're basically saying, <clears throat> y'all know when you sleep with one person, you sleep with a lot of people. So you're basically saying, I'm your wife, and now you're sleeping with whoever you want to. So yeah. now okay. you're opening me up to all of these different things. Because so my question is, are you strapping up with these other people because I'm your wife? Like, what are the boundaries here? Are you raw dogging all of these people? <laughs> like, and then you're coming home and you're like, you're my wife, so you do this, like. How does this work? Like, what? How are you protecting me? Because that's because if you're not making it safe for me, then how how am I supposed to? That's okay. Baby, at, that, at that point, the protection is not up to you; it's up to me. Because I will take my own protection in my own hands. Because I can't even trust you to protect me like that. So let's remember that we are talking about multiple partners in the in the context of actual relationship that's working. So this is polygamy. It's not random people. Exactly. So you what you that- wife number two can give the husband STD? From where? You know what she's up to. Where's she going to um, get it from? You can't trust these people, people, bro. Where's she going to get it from? You know, where she's, you, know where, hmm. you know where she is. If she's not with... If, no, if I don't. I really you. don't know where she is. I really don't. I really don't. So no, I'm not gonna trust. But I, I painted a scenario of where you guys are all together. That's I painted a scenario where I'm you're saying. all together. You can be. Haven't you been with someone in a house, husband and wife, and you know everywhere he is, and y'all do everything together, and this motherfucker still cheats? Where did <laughs> he get the time from? Why are we acting like this don't happen? No, 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 no. no. We're, we're, we're saying a scenario where there's a guy and two wives. The other, the second wife is not messing with no other guy. It's just that, that one guy. Oh, and yeah, that's you what, know that. How do you know she knows? But this and question she, to say, because you didn't you next to me. I mean, she got extra time. Well, because you next to her, I got extra time. When you next to me, we're all sleeping in the same house. With both of them at the same time. So if she's not in the house, then I'll know she's not there. That doesn't mean nothing. Let me tell you something. Let me let me help you out, okay? Break it down, sis. Don't ever assume because you're not assuming. No, I'm just saying she can be in the next room, and you're in one room. You're making it seem like I don't know about her whereabouts. I know where she's at. If she's not in the house, then I know she stepped out. I'm gonna call her and say, "Where you at?" Is I, I'm. I think you're trying to stretch it too far. Like no, because one night, no, you're trying to make my point for me. You won't even let me finish. Go ahead, go ahead. I don't care if you call me and say, "Oh, I'm the grocery store," and you turn your location on and you put, you know, you, you do geotag and you're at Target. Let me tell you, if someone wants to cheat, they will cheat right there in the Target parking lot. It can happen. Damn in the right. Target bathroom, it can happen. At the grocery store bathroom, it can happen. So you know Girl, what? No, I am not trusting yeah. these people. I am not. That's what I'm saying. Now, if you want to trust them and take their word for face value, by all means. But I'm not. So, so I, I, I am have... not with you 24 hours of the day. Okay, no, man. I'm not trusting them. So there's That's no sunny I'm day saying. scenario where you could see that and. The person is not messing with someone else. I'm saying both scenarios are very possible. Just because we live in the same house, I'm she's downstairs, same compound. Okay, so you know that you so you know that exists, but you were just stressing on the negative side. That's what you're doing. You know, because you were acting like she ain't going nowhere. We're in the same. Don't worry, that's that's on me. I'm good. But it sounds like you were putting your insecurities about you wondering where this girl is and what she's doing and bringing back. Like for me, I'm good. No, don't worry about not. me. I'll be good. I'm. I'm just letting you know that 
you, you would be would taken care of you another person is going to be in the house. No, you would be the fool to think you know exactly where. But, but, but leave that up to me. You're not the one to. But you, that's you what I'm saying. But why were you, you trying to make my point for me when you are making your point? No, so you're. I was it's sounding like you were well, putting your. You call, no, why would you call my point insecure and then you're standing on yours? It makes no sense. Because because you're asking point. about you're 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 no, saying it, you're worried about no you saying that how does the guy know what, what's insecure. going on with the girl? That's the guy's issue. If the guy doesn't bring that up, nope, no. If the guy doesn't bring up that issue about the other girl, why are you bringing that up? Because you're bringing that same dick to me. <laughs> Okay. That's why I'll bring it up. Let me tap it. Let me bring in Aziz. Let me bring Aziz. Aziz, what do you have to say on this? Council member, if you can please. Before we round up and do our random facts from Lord. Lord, get your random facts ready. I have one fact already. Yeah, one fact. Aziz, we'll let you do the closing on this topic before we wrap it up. Yeah, and then we'll bring you in, Jazz, real quick. But go no, I'm not. I'm not going after these. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Let, as as these as these round up this topic, then no. we'll move on to the random no. fact of the other day. I might, yeah. want to, I might want to say something. Just all right, all right, G. No problem. No problem. Right. I was just gonna say this. This idea of polygamy, I feel like it works in cultures where that is acceptable. If you're on the phone with a bunch of people who don't understand that and that doesn't align to them, it's going to sound foreign. It's going to sound foreign. And my culture, um, I think women get cheated on, but men don't have multiple wives because Black women are going for that. Like, that's just not something that we do. We're also the most um, unmarried uh, race as well because there's a lot of things that we're naturally not going to tolerate other women are much quicker to marry people based off of what they're uh, what you bring to the table what you can provide what you can do blah 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 a lot of black women already have to do that for themselves so no they're not interested in hearing any of that but if your culture has it like that then yeah that would be a better group of people to ask that question to because you know i don't think you would ever get uh, the right answers depending on the right the culture you ask, and it's not just your culture that does that. It's several cultures that do that. Right. So I just want to oh, go, oh, go ahead. Who's no, no, going? go ahead, go ahead. You can go ahead. I know G still want to say something. Go ahead, Aziz. No, I just wanted to say that um, the Bible said that uh, a husband is supposed to love his wife like Christ loved the church and die for and Christ died for the church. And the problem with society today is that we just don't have enough men willing to answer the call that Christ outlined, right? Our women are frustrated, our women are tired, our women are untrusting. Our women do not feel safe, protected, secure with us. And this is the reason, because we get on platforms like this and we start talking about why it's okay for men to have multiple wives and why she should be understanding and what the caveat should be and how it worked in the past. A man with purpose, a man with vision, a man with character, a man with integrity, a kingdom man waters his woman, wants to ensure that she's her best self, goes out of her way to protect her, make sure that she's safe, that she's wanted, that she's secure. You don't have to worry about what this man is doing because he's so focused on his vision and purpose. He has no time for anything else. Kingdom man is not accepting a woman that's dating multiple people because he only acts with intentionality. 
So he's only approaching you because he understands the call and he understands who he's supposed to be to you and only wants to be that and more for you. I don't know anything else about everything else that was being said. I just know men like me, men of my caliber, kingdom men, don't have time for the nonsense because we understand that we're already here on borrowed time and we have a purpose. So we're aligning with the person that God has brought for us and we're ensuring that we fulfill that purpose here on earth as our father outlined in heaven on our behalf and for the on the behalf of others. We're here to serve each other. We're here to ensure that not only are we successful, that we actually are the lights, torchbearers for this world, right? And we can't be that if we're doing a bunch of other things with everybody else. So men, you shouldn't be dating if you don't have any money, first and foremost, right? You shouldn't be dating if you have no emotional intelligence. You shouldn't be dating if you don't have any discipline. And it's always the men with no money that's talking about why polyamory makes so much sense. The dudes with money are worried about how they're going to get more money. The guys with no money are talking about how they're going to get more girls that don't want them anyway. So there's a reason why she's dating multiple guys is because she wants the guy that gets it. And she has to go through a bunch of trash to get to that good guy. Thank you. G, you, you had a last comment you wanted to add on? Yeah, so 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 just to add on, and it's, it's really going to touch some of what he said. And it really, it really does bring me to a question. Like, I promise you that I relate to where I relate to what you just said, being a kingdom man. But the quick question is, what about non-kingdom men? What about people from other religions that still are able to love the wife, even though not as Christ loved the church because they, they're not Christian, but to equally... Um, carrying in, in, in similar significance, do what they're supposed to be doing as men. What about those people? And okay. why I say this is because um, when I heard earlier, we talked about uh, the polygamy in a, in a, in a, in a native societies and, uh, and, and your comment was, um, we, we make it seem all wrong, uh, that people, it should be okay. Uh, to me, I'm looking at, the, I'm looking at, at what this trying to hold ourselves together, what it does for us, what will make sense. Doesn't mean that we should accept to go out. That's why I, I kept asking. So in, in terms of in times of unhappiness, polygamy on the table? Yes or no? Because it, it, it's not acceptable, but would, would it make sense? Now, our grandparents and great-grandparents had several lives, not, not because they could just do it, but because what, what, what's the first thing? I mean, how many of us agree here that we make, we get together at a younger age to build families? Now we can, we can, we can say now that we want to build wealth and generational wealth. The truth is we get together I would say anywhere under a childbearing age to make babies. And after that, we get together for companionship. Okay, so if our great-grandparents did that. Before you continue, let me ask you your first question, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're not kingdom, right, then what are you, right? Because you're if, you're not, if you're not following who God says you're supposed to be, then what are you following? And why should she follow you? Are we judging other religions now? No, I'm judging. If you're not kingdom, 
then what are you and what are you following? I am kingdom. I'm following that. Okay, cool. That's cool. I'm Not using my brain to think for others. Okay. So say, does this monogamy pose a problem to us? And I personally think it poses a problem because it single-handedly has created the concept of cheating. No, men created cheating. People that created cheating. If you agree to is it uh, so is it cheating in an open relationship? No. Yes, there is cheating. No, well, yes, but there is. you go outside the confines or the boundaries, so to say, of what you guys have decided, that is stepping out. And we still had grandfathers with three wives so, who still had concubines. So, so that's that semi so that's a semi-closed relationship, yes. if I would say. It's semi-closed. What you because, mean? Because open, because open goes to infinity. No, a relationship is defined by the boundaries that you, the people in the relationship, whether it's one person, two people, five people, 30 people, what you all set as the standards for your relationship is that relationship. So if they want multiple people, everybody has to agree to the be a part of a relationship with multiple people. If they say, yeah, I agree with being with one other person, so it's three of us, and you're seeing five people, you are now cheating with two people. Because so that's we are close at three. Sure. That's our relationship. That's our polygamous relationship. Good. So when you say open, it means go. So when you open, say no, the that's, confines, a, that's not what open relationship in, in right, real sense, you, you are semi-closing the relationship once you define the number. You want, you're setting the boundary for that relationship. If you choose to set the number, then sure. If you say, okay, right now it's only one, but I want to be able to have the conversation of adding more people later, that's the relationship. We didn't put a number on it. But and, so if, and so if you, stop, if, you, if you stop at three, why not stop at four? Why not stop at five? It's That's open. Okay. 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 Listen, I think you, you have to understand. Open relationship doesn't just mean it's like it's like twenty four hours McDonald's. Right. Even at a twenty four hours McDonald's, you still has to go through drive through. They won't let you into the door. It's certain restrictions. You still have to go through drive through. You won't walk the in the door like it's an open relationship. Open relationship. It means that hey, we can have conversations about adding another person. That's open. It's not like marriage where we all know what marriage is all about, the alignments and rules and regulations of marriage. It's gone without being said. When we say open relationship, it means we're open to have a conversation about adding different things into that relationship. It's not, it doesn't mean a number of this or that specifically. It just means, hey, we are open to, to, to do other things other than what, we, what marriage is all about, what relationships are all about, or this, that, and the third. That's all that means. Yeah, it doesn't mean you're gonna so, run around and do your own thing. No. That's that's not what it means. So I'm just gonna so I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna argue much in that. I'm just gonna skip right back to what I was talking about, marriage. We get together in our childbearing years to create families, and after that we get together for companionship. So if our great grandparents and grandparents did it in the past, it's because the people had the ability to create this families and how many of us sit here and say hey the man controls i mean he's the head of the house controls the relationship dictates where the relationship is going 
right? So if uh, Jasne, if it was frowned if it was frowned about in the past for women to equally do that, that's because the society had removed the power for them to create these families and given this monopoly to the men. Because if the society had given it to the women, I'm pretty sure that the women will be doing it too. Listen, let me tell you how I feel about society. Society mm -hmm. don't put me in a box. Like, okay. I don't care what the society, what the social norms, I don't care about none of that. Like I used to, but you get to a point where you realize I'm going to show up as me and I'm going to move how I need to move. I, look, society would tell me, oh my gosh, you're 35 and you don't have any kids. You're not going to have any kids. You don't know that my eggs have dwindled away because I'm 35 years old. Let me tell you how I got here. The vessel I got here in, my grandmother was 46 when she had my father. Okay. So in my mind, I'm thinking, God, please, do I got another 10 year run? That's how I'm feeling because, but you hear the doctors, oh, go freeze your eggs or go get this or go get the egg count. Bop, bop. You don't know because God got it all figured out already. Everything that we're going through, this conversation, like it's all ordained for real. So I don't care about society no more. I have. And society is why you see you go to the, the Dominican Republic and you got all these beautiful women sitting down. Y'all ain't handicapped. Oh, y'all went to go get butt jobs because society told you that this is what men want. So this is what I got to go do. And then I'm watching some of these same girls that made these same decisions come back and they're like, got all these health problems and all these cancer problems and it's lopsided and it's all that's going on because you let society tell you what to do. Mm -hmm. Or we got to, society is the problem. Society is. Society is, yeah. So can, society can has always subjective. been the problem. Sorry. Yeah, G, let me just, let me just tap in. So um, society can definitely be the problem, I believe is subjective of how people look at it into um, what they, how they let society affect them and how they move about, you know, everybody has their own choice when it comes to these things that are perceived and how you wanna move. But uh, I believe in moving on, um, I wanna get everybody's last final thoughts on the episode and what would you guys like to share uh, with our viewers? Um, I'm going to start off with our guest, Micah. Can you give us your last uh, words and drop your IG handle at the end for those that, you know, for your business and whatnot? Okay. So my IG handle is paper, no, oh, look, the paper, Mache, but it's actually <laughs> Mache underscore. It's M-A-C-H-E-E -E underscore. Um, and my final thoughts would be your boundaries set the standards of your relationships. Um, nobody else can do it. What you want is what you have to get out of relationships. If you're not getting it, be honest with the person you're dealing with. If you still like to keep them around, let them know that. Um, and explore options that do better meet your standards. If they're not okay with you exploring options that meet your standards better, you have to be willing to let them go. But it's your boundaries. And if it's somebody who says they want to be with you and somebody else, and that's not in your boundary, do not allow it. You have to have relationships within your boundaries because that's when you'll be most happy. That's when you know the relationship is going to be most successful. That's fair. Uh, wonderfully said. Uh, Reams, your final thoughts, and uh, you can drop your handle for the viewers. Um. I just typed something. I said, you should do you and you should be in a relationship 
for what you want out of it and what you want out of life. We don't have to go by society. Who is society? Just another set of human beings that decide to restrict people by certain things. As long as you're not harming anyone, you should do you. And that's the best thing that you can actually do for the world and people surrounding you. Um, which handle? Like IG? Yeah, IG. Um, it's I think it's just Reams J R E E M Z J. All right, and Jasne, your uh, final thoughts. Um, just listening to your intern, like what's happening on what you need to feel. You need to get out of your head. That's what I did. I created pictures in my head and I thought, let me I did a lot of thinking, a lot of thoughts, and I wasn't going off of how I felt inside. So for women, like you gotta go off of like you got to drop down in your body and you got to say, is this right? Am I in alignment? Do I feel in opposition to what I got going on? That's what I would say for, you know, if I, if somebody was listening, like, and when it comes to relationships, like what feels right, like not what society told you to do and not what your culture and your, what feels right to you. Your IG handle for the viewers. It's um at, and then underscore, and then my name, J-A-Z-N-E. All right, Mr. G, Mr. Genius, what, what you got to drop for the people, man? <clears throat> um, so uh, in, in, in conclusion, um, I think we, we really must respect our relationships and what we, we have defined them to be. And no matter what, work towards satisfying that. Now, with respect to whether it's monogamous or polygamous, um, I really think um, we, we could be open to, to a polygamous situation because at the end of the day, um, we are really a product of our parents and society. We know that not everything works. However, we're willing to learn from it. And we might say we don't have the right role models, but there are really two ways to learn. One, by getting the information. Two, by lack of information. So if we put these two in perspective, um, we should be able to figure out what works for us and not discredit one situation or another. I, I think we, we just have to work for our relationships. Let's nicely said. Lord, what you what you got for the people, man? We don't love them hoes. So, um <laughs> Uh, first and foremost, man, I'll say communication, finding your right person, you know, and whoever in this world that may be. Once you find the right person, you guys are on the same page, man. Everything else doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter what your mama say, what your auntie say, what Facebook say, what society say. The only society I listen to is, is society lounge. When I go there, the music is bumping. You feel me? <laughs> Got a good drink in my hand. Like, fuck all the other societies. <laughs> But 
enjoy life, man. Enjoy life. Enjoy people. And, you know, don't overthink it. This life that we're we're in is it's a lot easier than we think. Only we human beings make it complicated. Thank you for always listening, y'all. Y'all know my IG. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> First Lady T. Uh, conclusion, don't, don't make boundaries that you don't intend to follow. I'll say this always and forever. Be, be honest with yourself first, because I feel like a lot of people are not honest and we want to eat our cake and have it. And so we lie and pretend to be something that we're not. So if you want multiple partners, don't pretend to want monogamy just to keep someone, you know, under your thumb don't do that just be honest with yourself and just go for what you want i think life would be a lot easier mm. easier said than done mr aziz man what, what you got for the people think big bitch <laughs> your single season is critical um God intentionally makes us single for a period of our lives because that's where he prunes and pros the things that are not of him. Uh, if you spend your single season chasing people that should have never been in season to begin with, you end up losing everything that God has for you. Before anybody else, man or woman can order you, God wants to order you. Before anybody else can love you, God wants to show you what love really is because he made you in his image and he made you in his likeness. So if you don't really understand who he says you are, that person that you're looking for will never understand you. He knows the plans that he has for you and their plans for good and not for disaster, for good and not for evil, for an expected end. So everything that you want in your heart, God already knows because he made you and he wants even better for you. But you have to give him an opportunity to get you there. Dating multiple people is going to leave you in the same place because these people don't understand your call. They should have never been there to begin with. I uh, appreciate everybody else uh, that always tunes in, that always uh, gives great feedback, um, that's always um, listening intently and um, and really uh, reaching out publicly and privately and saying all the right things to keep us going. We do this for y'all. Um, this is a service to you. Um, and really, I just want to be used by God. And I hope everybody understands that. Um, Regardless of what was said or not said, right? I appreciate everybody on the call. Love everybody on the call. And uh, God loves you more. See you next time. Love you too, brother. <laughs> Lord. Uh, Mr. AK? You're the one who's supposed to give your song. <laughs> I was just making sure. I, I had to double check. <laughs> But nah, Yo, uh, the day was, Top G actually does the outro, man, everybody both clapped that I day. Did, hey. I, I thought Top G would be able to do this one. But now nah, I just want to say uh, thank you for all the guests. Thank you for uh, coming out. You know, Micah, Jasmine, Reams. Thank you for the usual genius. Thank you for tapping in once again with the podcast. Thank you. It thank was you, lovely man. to have all y'all on here. Um, I really believe that, you know, we just got to really understand ourselves first. I believe a uh, a lot of the issues that a lot of people have and just friendships or relationships, boundaries, we don't really know who we are ourselves. And we're trying to, you know, find that codependent or trying to, you know, find someone that can fill in voice that we need to fix for ourselves. So I feel like we definitely got to build yourself first. And then I always say, you know, communication is key into any kind of relationship, friendship. Uh, you definitely want to communicate with the other person of what you're feeling, what you have going on. 
so you guys can see how you guys can work moving forward. Um, appreciate the listeners for tuning in once again. You know, we dropped another bomb for y'all. Y'all go check it out and be back for the next one. Yeah, so, um, man, seems as I've missed something very, very interesting. But I mean, I'm going. Rec- I mean, I'm going to edit this so I get the chance, to, <laughs> you know, listen to it for everybody else. To do I don't know what I missed, but hopefully I missed something very spicy. Anyway, since we're doing, <laughs> since we do, <laughs> it was spicy, all right. <laughs> since we do conclusions, um, <laughs> everybody settles. Know that. Know your peace. Um, this episode was sponsored by SITM Podcast. Go follow them on all streaming platforms, SITM Podcast, and all social platforms, SITM Podcast. And also follow us on all social platforms at PWC Cast. And we're on all streaming platforms at Palm Wine Central Podcast. Um, feel free to DM us um, if you want to you know, be um, part of our panel for a week two weeks whichever if you think you you know you can handle your own in these conversations you know what i mean stop talking the back and come you know hop on the mic and let people you know hear what you gotta say if you think it's easier that or if you're sitting over there laughing and you know uh uh uh, 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 uh i'm cursing you know one of my people's on the you know on this on this platform i encourage you to come sit down and you know let the world hear your thoughts too how about that oh but, yeah you know, some of you two pussies to do that <laughs> No, but it is what it is. Where? man, share this episode with your ex, your father's ex, or your mother's ex, whichever. No disrespect again on that. This is Palmer Central Podcast, and we are out here.